0: TG Geeks episode 200, December 17th, 2018. Who, what, when, where, why? Oh my. Welcome to another webcast from TGGeeks.com, where Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, talk about all aspects of geekdom and nerdery. Sci-fi, comics, film, horror genre, you name it, we talk about it. I'm Keith Lane, and we're coming to you from TG Squared Studios in lovely Phoenix, Arizona. And uh, are are we in Phoenix when this airs? I don't know.
1: No, no. Uh, I'm too old, 200, 200, I I can't remember past 199. Uh, uh, Ben Raggedon coming. Uh, uh, Get off my front, kid, you stupid lawn. Uh, uh, Phoenix, Arizona.
0: Yeah, I feel old after 200 episodes. And we're going to just get right on with the show. Prepare for
2: hyperdrive.
0: Meanwhile, in the hall of episodes. What? Uh, Yeah, feels like it. In the hall of episodes, yes. We've got uh, kind of a little special program for you. This, uh, in our first segment, we're going to have, we have a bunch of testimonials from people that uh, sent them to us, and that, well, we ask for them but
1: <laughs> we we got a bunch okay of, well the truth t- is out now. the truth
0: is out yeah that uh we we asked we said hey if you would do something for our 200th episode that'd be great and we got a bunch back and we're going to play those for you we're going to talk about the people and the episode and the testimonials and the every everything else anyway then we have the birthday shout outs. <laughs> Right. Featured podcast of the week. And everybody's favorite, feedback. And then in our second segment, we're going to kind of look at uh, history of uh, where we've been and where we're going and everything in between. A weekly recap. And then, of course, our follow-up items as usual. Keep listening. Yeah, we've got uh, a bunch of testimonies. We're, we're going to play them right now. From the first one was Mr. Michael R. Menengue, our podfather. Our podfather, the guy that's kind of instrumental in this podcast actually getting started. So here we go.
1: Hey, guys. Michael R. Menengue here. Farpoint Media, Slice of Sci-Fi, Dragon Page. You know the list. Hey, congratulations on 200 episodes! That's an amazing accomplishment. You guys have done so much great work over the last four years. Here's to continuing on to another 200. Take care, guys, and uh, congratulations again.
0: Yeah, thanks, Mike. That
1: that was really nice. Yeah, um, Mike, to say that he was instrumental in getting this whole thing started is a gargantuan understatement.
0: Yeah. It, he he taught us so much
1: about podcasting. We learned a and, lot and, uh, just from our brief time working on Slice of Sci-Fi. Yeah. So much, um, and his his continued support yeah. means a great deal. Absolutely, thanks, Mike. And now the first
0: person that. Uh, our first listener our
1: first she was the first person i think who actually ever gave us any feedback
0: yeah and and said something about our episodes and it was it was early on so i know that she's been listening and she's from ireland she's of from all ireland places. and yeah goes she, back to the slice of sci-fi yeah day. she knew so, us from
1: way back then
0: so here we go with uh, you'll you'll hear
3: hi tg geeks this is from dublin ireland as you guys are reaching your big 200 episode I had to send you a little voicemail to congratulate you both on all your hard work. I can't believe it's been 200 episodes. It seems like only yesterday when I first heard you both on Slice of Sci-Fi, which sadly is no more, but I think you guys continue the spirit of it on in your own geeky way. I've been told by Keith that I was your first subscriber, and I'm hoping him telling me that wasn't a hint that I'll be getting an international restraining order in the post. <laughs> anyway, I just wanted to send you guys a quick message to thank you all for your hard work and your research and time that you put into creating such a wonderful podcast. I don't know what I would do without getting odd looks in the office as I laugh along with you both. So happy 200 episode, and here's to 200 more. Congratulations! Bye! Well, that's, thank you, Claire. I yeah, loved
0: it. That's great. I, that's totally we, awesome. We actually finally got to hear her voice. I've corresponded
1: with her on, on so, Messenger, I. on Facebook, I mean, many, we, many, yeah, many we, times. Yeah, so. both of us have chatted with her uh, extensively through text messaging Yeah. Uh, since, gee, since the oh, beginning my gosh, of this. Yeah, since the beginning of this. Yeah. and four uh, years ago. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's, it's great to hear from you, Claire. Um, and, we, and we love the fact that we can make you laugh as you're listening along with the show because yeah. we're just a couple of dorks. Thanks a lot. And 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 then our our second person,
0: who actually has been kind of following us since the first and and Uh, prior to. Yeah, back in the Slice days as well. uh, So we're going to play that right now.
2: Hey, Ben and Keith. It is Arkle, formerly of the Geek of All Trades podcast, the Casting Game podcast, the Gilmore Girls Rewatch podcast, and the Singular Achievement Phenomenon podcast. None of which I do anymore. (laughs) But now now I'm on the YouTubes and all that. With uh, Shameless Cash Grab and Rants vs. Zombies. But, you know, enough about me. Congratulations to you on 200 episodes. Something that not a single one of my shows ever made it to. (laughs) I think 52 is the record on that one. Well, maybe I'll combine. Yeah,
1: string them all together.
2: Or episode zeros. Do episode zeros count? I don't really. You know what? That's not what this is about this is about congratulating you guys on the 200th episode of the two gay geeks podcast. And, uh, and it's certainly been a journey. I definitely remember when you guys uh, came on slice of sci-fi way back when, and that was certainly fun. Those were good times. Mm, yeah. Potosphere is not quite the same as it was anymore, even though podcasts are actually more popular than ever now, but mm. almost none of the people who were podcasting back then are amongst the super popular now.
0: Sad. Yeah, it's sad. Except
2: for like likes of like Mark Maron, who got in on the ground early there. That's a bit of a shame. But, okay, again, I'm going off track. 200 episodes.
0: Well, isn't wow. that what you do?
4: <gasps> <gasps> and, That's you know, okay. I, I
2: am honored to be a regular listener. I've listened to every single episode. And I'm also uh, honored that I got the chance to meet you guys in person. Yes, Most of the great. handful of podcasters I've gotten to meet in person, actually. And it was, it was kind of a fun experience at the, uh, the, the Chinese restaurant. Mm-hmm. I felt so sorry for, for Keith because it seemed like Ben and I were doing all the talking there. We were. But uh, yeah, I was shy. Keith said he didn't mind. So I, I guess he's just kind of used to <laughs> I, I guess you guys are used to one of you geeking out while the other one just politely listens. I, I, <laughs> hashtag relationship goals.
0: Yeah, there you go.
2: Anyway, yeah. Again, congratulations on 200 episodes. Thanks, well,
1: thank Brian. Thank you, Brian. Yeah, um, that though, was Keith, great. I, you yeah. hadn't come out of, fully out of your shell yet. Yeah,
0: I hadn't come out yet. So, right.
1: Yeah, I'm coming out of the closet to announce that I'm a geek. Yeah.
0: No, it was it was just, uh, you know, I, I was kind of shy, and I was new to the geek thing. Yeah, and I know, remember I—
1: right, um, Geeking out and talking about it, yeah, I guess and, that's Yeah, uh, and Arkel and I, we were really just going off deep on Japanese sci-fi, which was so out of your wheelhouse at that time. It still is. It still is. <laughs> So anyway,
0: thank you, Brian. That was for that. That, awesome. That was thank great. You, and, thank and we, you. very We much. really appreciate you listening. You have literally listened to every single episode of produced, and,
1: and your feedback <laughs> is always greatly appreciated. Yes,
0: thank you. And now we have our very first interview guest. That uh, oh my, oh my, and here we go.
3: Hi there. This is Ginny Koch. I write the Alien, Catherine, Kitty Cat series for Dog Books which is part of Penguin Random House, and a whole lot of other things, too. And I just want to congratulate Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks, on their 200th episode. We met way back when, when we were all uh, correspondents for Slice of Sci-Fi. I was so excited when Ben and Keith spun off their own thing, and I was even more excited when they asked me to become one of their correspondents, and I now get to review... Movies, old movies, TV shows, binging, restaurants, all this kind of stuff. So it's been very fun for me, and I'm excited to be a part of the team and so thrilled with all the great things that have happened in those 200 episodes, and I am looking forward to the next 200.
1: Thank you, Jeannie. Jeannie, it has been a blast having you a part of this. Absolutely. uh, And when the idea... Even was uh, just proposed about you becoming a correspondent. I I was like, oh, absolutely. absolutely, absolutely. I have to have her. I mean, she is she the 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 mistress of pop culture. Yes, uh, she, high priestess. Of high pop. priestess of, or, or just call her the maven of pop culture. <laughs> yes. that or, that wh- like, whatever it was, yeah, something like that. <laughs> but uh, Jeannie, you are just so so freaking awesome. Uh, we miss having you here in Phoenix, but I know you're you're just. Uh, you're shaping Atlanta into a place all your own. And thank you for that wonderful comment.
0: Yeah. And we've now the, the rest of these uh, com- testimonials that we have are people that were instrumental in changing the show and, mm. and uh, broadening our horizons and helping us to go in places that we never even dreamed that we would go. So I'm going to play this one.
5: Hello, everyone. Miguel Rodriguez, founder Ah. and director of the Horrible Imaginings Film Festival in Southern California here to talk about my friends Ben and Keith over at Two Gay Geeks, or as you may know them, the TG Geeks, their podcast, their website, their reviews about all things pop culture. I first got to know Ben and Keith because our mutual friend Neil from Sword and Circuitry Productions put them in touch with me to interview me about our film festival. What I appreciated most is that they were willing to talk to me about some topics that were, well, that they didn't consider at the time to be really in their wheelhouse, particularly the horror film genre, that being my specialty and the specialty of my film festival. And we got to talking a lot about that genre and my feelings for it. And they were very open to those and open to maybe re-examining their own biases about it. Since then, they have been credentialed press at my film festival, watching virtually every title and reviewing or interviewing the creators behind those titles. Since then, they have ingratiated themselves within our family and are always welcome within our doors. Ben, Keith, I want to congratulate you on the upcoming 200th episode, quite an accomplishment, and we always look forward to hearing more as you podcast on. Until next time, this is Miguel Rodriguez signing off.
1: Thank you, totally Miguel. Oh awesome. my gosh. That that is pretty cool. That Thank is you. awesome. And yes, Miguel, you have completely broadened our horizons and opened us to all sorts of new possibilities that we just had no idea were there. And yeah. now, yeah, we just become uh
0: I, I love horror now. Yeah, we never we never would have known uh, you know, the the joys of of horror, shall we say yeah. and I you know and, and the, yeah.
1: the the how varied it is, oh I mean, my just gosh, the landscape uh the palette of horror is so ridiculously broad, I had no clue, so I consider myself really uh blessed and educated and indebted to you for
0: absolutely broadening our horizons that was that was really great and and thanks to Neil for introducing us to Miguel oh my oh, gosh, absolutely wow I mean, we that, can't, yeah. can't
1: thank neil uh, Neil Halford enough about that.
0: Yeah. So our the next one uh kind of came on the heels of Miguel and ah. uh it, it just it, it it this really changed our show. So here we go.
6: Hello. My name is Patricia Chica and I'm a film director. I have known the Two Gay Geeks for over 3 years now. And I am so privileged and grateful for all the work they have done to support my films and to support the films of the filmmakers that I was promoting uh, in the past few years. Uh, the Two Gay Geeks, they are really unique. And let me explain why. Not only they are open-hearted people and so generous and big fans of genre and of independent filmmakers, they also have this very unique touch about how they interview artists. It's always very conversational, it's friendly, you, you feel like you're talking to a friend when you go on their webcast and that to me is something that I really appreciate about them. You, you feel like you can open up and really speak out about everything and anything They have done incredible interviews with me and with my friends over the years to the point where they get stories that no one else have ever heard and Mm. that I have Mm. never told anybody else publicly. So that, to me, it's a gift. It's a gift of uh, just being in tune with artists. I'm very grateful that the two gay geeks have been so supportive of my work. And also, they have become friends over the years. They have been involved in some of my short films, uh, one in particular called Morning After. And, you know, they show up to screenings, they come and support artists, they research the material they're about to talk about. And that to me is valuable because they make artists feel... Like they really matter.
3: Well, they do they matter. They're very
6: important. And to Gay Geeks, Keith and Ben, I'm wishing you 200 more episodes. I am not surprised you have been so successful and that the site has grown over the years. The work that you do is so valuable and it becomes an archive of interviews, an archive of history, of filmmaking. Um, they, the two gay geeks—they have discovered talents before anyone else was talking about them. Sometimes they have uh, done the interviews of um, the first interviews ever with an independent mm-hmm. filmmaker, and those archives in the future will become so valuable of the stories they have Ooh. been discovering and telling over the years. I never looked at it that we way. We will be able to go back to the website and find older episodes. Of um, how a filmmaker started in their process. So, there's a lot of wealth of information on the TG Geeks website. And I find that so valuable, all the contribution that you are bringing to the filmmaking world um, through the webcast and through the site. It's incredible. Always done with positive energy, with a lot of love. And, you know, I cannot say enough, I am so proud of you and I want you to continue doing this for many, many years to come because we really love the two gay geeks. Wow.
0: I'm
1: humbled. Yeah. Thank you, Patricia. That she is was, so awesome.
0: She was so instrumental in uh, in making our podcast or, or kind of – Tweaking our podcast and the way we do things and wha-
2: well,
1: what we do. Yeah, and, and, but a lot of that you is know. just pure serendipity, and we yeah. talk about this a lot, how when, we, uh, when you ran the, the press release for I Am Alone, that was going to be playing at Phoenix, uh, Phoenix Fan Fest, and Patricia happened to see that right at the moment you ran it. Yeah. And that changed everything. And, it, and again, yeah, and because it gave us the opportunity to be able to talk to Rob and Mike yeah. face-to-face, that totally altered the way we do our interviews now. Yeah, and it also uh,
0: developed into a wonderful relationship Mm -hmm. where we were, you know, always corresponding with Patricia. She was sending people to us to interview and we saw all kinds of wonderful films and and gave people opportunities to do their very first interviews.
1: Oh, she got us in the the door for the Epic Studios 10th anniversary party. Whoa! uh, Some some really wonderful things.
0: Thank you, Patricia, for uh, being on board with us and, you know, being our friend now. And
1: And we hope to continue
0: working with you, Patricia.
1: Very closely.
0: Yeah. And next we have uh, a somebody that is a film director that we did the very first review of, and he saw it online and kind of, we developed that relationship too. So here we go.
7: Hello, this is Jeff Patton, producer, director of origin beyond the impact. I had the privilege of meeting Keith and Ben after I had read review that they had written on IMDB about uh, my first project. And it was quite fascinating because When I read the review, it was the first time I had actually seen somebody take the time to thoroughly critique the project in a way where they were able to pick out my motivations within the colors, the compositions of the shots, the way that the characters interacted with one another. They could really see the finite things that I had implanted in the project to try to captivate my audience if there was any captivation at all. And I had enjoyed that review so much that had it been bad or good, either way, I was just really appreciative of the fact that they took the time to express their thoughts and feelings on the first story that I had ever created. Since then, I've had the honor and privilege of visiting with both Keith and Ben on their show, as well as being a part of the TG Geeks universe. Their support has been overwhelming, and that is what I cherish the most. Gents, congratulations on 200 episodes, and I look forward to hearing many, many more. Thank you for all you've done.
0: Well, thank you, Jeff. Yeah, that was great. We saw that. We actually, this was another one of those uh, that spun off from Neil. Yeah, essentially, a, a, a spun off from Neil. And It led us to Mark Biagi Mark Biagi Biaggi
1: and, and that's us, what led us yeah. to uh, Origin and Jeff I mean it's Again It's it's, it's, it's all these things Are kind of like dominoes Falling into place Yeah we've, we've been there In San Diego For number A number of
0: times A launch party For a, a Kickstarter That they were doing And for uh, and there was an episode of,
1: 67, I think. Yeah, lots of other
0: things that have yeah. just taken place in in San Diego. We've been privileged to hear and see some footage that's that nobody else has seen. Right. hear some music that mm-hmm. was. Uh, recorded that nobody else has heard, and you know, just other so kind of things. You kind yeah. of get these behind the kind scenes behind little the glimpses scene. of the creation. We
1: still can't talk about some of those things. No, we can't. But, no, we can't. You know, but the just, fact that Jeff includes us in on that yeah. is a
0: really great thing. Thank you so much. That was that was great. Yeah. And then we have uh, the next person that we have is uh, a filmmaker that we were by far not his first uh, go round on anything. No, but we were there at the launch of this new film that he had mm. that is still. I mean, it's that, still that making the circuit. Two, yeah, that was and two it's still winning awards
1: ago, two years
0: ago yeah. at Phoenix Comic Con. Mm-hmm that it was launched and had its world premiere
1: and, and he and he's done going. like a couple of things since then yeah, and done. yet this movie is still going so Absolutely. wow so here we go
8: happy 200 the ben and keith of tg geeks thank you for having interviewed me for my feature film occupants as well as various casting crew members and uh we had a comic book tie-in to the film and thank you for uh, also um interviewing uh the comic book artist And just want to say, yeah, thank you, Um, and congratulations on your 200th uh, interview coming up. If I remember correctly, we were introduced at the, uh, because of the Verde Valley Comic Expo, Mm -hmm. where my associate producer and the one who uh, suggested the idea of the comic book tie-in, Eric Kask, as well as our uh, comic book artist, Dave Beatty, they were in attendance. And I think that was on April 9th, 2016. And then you interviewed me uh, a week later. Um, concerning our upcoming uh, world premiere uh, of Occupant, which happened at the Phoenix Comic-Con Film Festival, and that was um, in June 2016, I think June 1st uh, to 4th, 2016. We ended up winning the uh, second place Best of the Festival prize, and it turned out that it was a prelude to a very successful run for us, um, where we went at other festivals, like Shriekfest um and the Las Cruces International Film Festival earlier this year so while we were there um, you took the time to come and meet us Um, that is uh, my actress Brianna White myself uh, the writer Julia Cameron the uh, aforementioned uh, associate producer Eric Kask um, and you set up multiple interviews with us and you gave us a very favorable review of the film and this is when we had no idea if people were gonna like the film or not so uh, we were Very, very um, happy that you gave us a good review and very thankful, too. And then um, I think uh, you interviewed uh, our lead actor, Michael Pugliassi, as well as our composer, Vasilis Molessis. Oh, that was a Um, great talk. I think it was in July 2016. And then I think in November, uh, you interviewed uh, the comic book artist, Dave Beatty. Um, And that's November 2016. Now you uh, also helped um, on my latest feature film called Whisper and um, that film is still in um, post-production right now we shot that last year and when we unveiled the uh, official trailer in uh, January of this year um, you gave us a mention and I just want to say thank you so much for everything I hope I can be as supportive to you to you both as you have been to me and my career my films um, just want to say thank you and here's to many more thank you
1: we should point out that it's Russell Manuel. Russell. Never, he never yeah. he never introduced himself, <laughs>
0: and we we should have introduced him. I didn't realize. Uh, <laughs> I forgot that
1: he. Yeah, he didn't say his name. <laughs> yeah,
0: but uh, Russ has been on the show a number of times. We actually yeah. have a, an interview coming up with him in January as well. So
1: yeah, and he we and we him interviewed and him a number of times when we when he premiered Occupants at Phoenix Comic Con. Uh, yeah, he's been very very awesome and just yeah. Just a really nice guy. A really too, nice so. guy. Very enthusiastic, uh, quite quite the visionary, and and quite prolific in his. Uh, oh my gosh, he's, work too. he's he's always cranking. I mean, like I said, he's got like two things that he did since Occupants, and yet he's still going around, you know, taking Occupants to festivals.
0: Yeah. So the next one is uh, actually a contributor of ours that we met and uh, had spoken to and corresponded with for a couple of years now. So I'm going to. Play this right now.
3: Hello, everyone. This is Hamish from Japan via Australia uh, for the 200th episode. Um, As you may know, I'm the columnist for News Sushi, which comes out every Friday, um, which really started about six or so months ago due to... um, the two guys laying down the gauntlet looking for contributors for the website. And I thought, well, I can help out. They've certainly helped me out. Um, Ben and Keith have uh, published my work for quite some time now. And we're grateful. Ever since, um, so Pieces of Eight, which is uh, Paul directed, and uh, The Last Time, which I directed, and then silence which um last time was a music video which was turned into a short film and when it started the festival circuit they invited me to speak on the podcast um which was a lot of fun even though i had worked all day and you know, i was speaking from about midnight to 1am sorry uh, my time so i was exhausted but um Ben and Keith made me feel like I was an old mate and uh, they really, uh, you know, I mean, we just had to exchange a few emails prior to that and I felt like they treated me like family, which is, um, you know, what I really feel about the website. I, I really love this website and the community that is around it and um, I, I hope you do too. So to Ben and Keith, congratulations on 200 episodes. I hope there'll be 200 more and I hope that everyone who's listening, go and tell your friends and join the community. Bye for now. Wow.
1: Thank you, Hamish. He that was said wonderful. something yeah. that just really got me and, and know said how he thought of, he, he felt like an old mate. Yeah. And, and I'm, and, and I'm thinking, is that our secret?
0: I, I don't know. And, and the, uh, we made him feel like family. And, yeah. and that, that's wonder, true, is, though. I mean,
1: we did, but we do that with everybody.
0: Yeah, everybody that's part of this and that we interview and that we, you know, I mean, they're, they're part of our kind of extended family. Yeah. Uh, and a lot of the the ones that we talk to regularly and that we interact with regularly for certain, you know, and, and pe- friends that we have made through... Oh, God, yeah. We, oh, my gosh. We have... We, we say that we have more friends in Southern California than we do
1: in Phoenix, but... I know, and that, that's changed. I mean, now they're, they're splitting... I mean, getting friends all down in Southern Cal, friends in Nevada, the you know, Vegas area, friends up in Seattle, it's, you know, all these people that we've met yeah. through the show who are just located all over the place. I mean, and yet they mean uh, a lot to us personally. Absolutely. And I'm wondering if that really is the secret. Maybe that's, you know, I, I I'm not trying to say that we're, you know, God's gift to anything, but... Maybe just the way we approach them and make them feel so welcome. Maybe that's what Patricia I, was saying yeah, earlier about how we can get things out of them.
0: Yeah, I, and it's just kind of our style that we have developed over the years, and that's kind of the part of the growing process, I you think.
1: Know, and I, I'm reminded of the, uh, the, the chat we had with uh, Karishma. Oh, gosh. <laughs> you know, and, and just talking to her alone— how that just completely opened things up, and you saw how she changed during that conversation. Yeah, yeah, you know, and how that opened up the door for talking to uh, Vanessa and Katrina. Yeah, I was like, it was great. Yeah, so I, I'm wondering, maybe, maybe Hamish just gave told us. What our secret is. What our secret formulas and we just didn't and now even know. Now it's it.
0: ruined. Yeah, now now everybody knows. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Episode two oh one will be our last one.
1: <laughs> yeah. I hope not. No. No, because we still have interviews on the can. Yeah. <laughs>
0: anyway, we've we have another contributor who uh, just recently came aboard and uh, I, I think you'll recognize him. Hang on. Here we go.
5: Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks. I really love them. They're smart, (laughs) kind, and thoughtful. That you'd think they had a brain that wouldn't die. I've seen them in person at Jack Kirby celebrations and comic book conventions. At these events, they're so delightful that you'd go in on any plan with them. You'd join them on their first plan, their second plan, their dinner plans. You'd go all the way to plan nine with these guys. Oh, dear. They're great. Visit their site and leave comments on the articles. Just make sure you're a human and not a robot monster. They are awesome. It doesn't take a giant Gila monster to know it.
0: And that was, that Tom, was Tommy Cannon. Tommy Cannon of Dr. Zombie, the I monster family physician. I love this guy so much. He is uh, he is awesome. He was really great. And, and I just approached him about uh, doing something, you know, maybe an... Editorial cartoon. Well, yeah, because
1: he, because uh, he, ta- we talked to him about Fred the Muster Packet. Yeah,
0: and he had that ongoing webtoon that he's doing. I just said, hey, do you do you, want to, if you want to send us something once, a week. once in a
1: while, you know? Oh, or, he
0: jumped at it. Yeah, he said, I do have an idea about Doctor Zombie and so. Doctor
1: Zombie is just it's so much fun. I, it's I so get the quirky. biggest kick out. It's very quirky. I <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I do too. I get a big kick out of it, and yeah. I'm so glad that he could be a part of this 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 ride that we're on. Yeah. So he's as, as warped as we are. Oh, totally. He, as, as we said in the last episode, he is so grateful that uh, we love the fact that he can weird up our sight. Yeah. And now we've got uh, somebody that we kind of ran across.
0: I can't remember exactly how we came across Russ.
1: Oh, I remember. It was Verdi. Oh yes, that's right, Verde Valley. The very first Verde uh, Valley expo. comic book expo, and he and he invited us yeah. to his uh, stand-up uh, talk show, a la Johnny Carson kind of thing. Um, the very that's right, it was either that night or the, I think that
0: that very it night, was that very night, yeah. So it, yeah, and Russ has become a friend of ours, and we've become a big supporter of his. We've had him in the studio for yeah. an interview. So uh, let's play this.
9: My name is Russ Kazmierczak Jr., and I'm, I guess what you would call, a poly-creative. I self-publish my own mini-comic book series. I write and perform poetry around town. I tell stories at different venues and events throughout the valley. And for a while, I wondered if I should pursue just one of those passions to help me find a a well-defined audience. I wondered if I should narrow my niche. But then I met Ben and Keith, and these guys support all kinds of art, from independent film to self-published comics to comedy and so much more. Their comprehensive passion encouraged me to pursue everything I love. What these guys are doing with this podcast is creating a continuity throughout the creative community that is absolutely inspiring and refreshing. Guys, your love for each other and this community Keeps me going in so many ways. The fact that you have come to my local late-night talk show, my 24-hour comic challenges, that you've purchased my mini-comics, that you make me feel special during those times when I know that you're paying attention to what so many other people are doing, I want to say thank you so much for that. Congratulations on this 200th episode. We're looking forward to 2,000 more. Don't stop this, you guys you are the through line for so many of us and we appreciate you congratulations
1: thank you russ that is wow wow um that's food for thought
0: yeah i hadn't uh, you know
1: that that's a who serious knew? food for thought because you know so many times we i mean over the you know last few years we've talked about where we would like the show to go etc you know the, just you know, who we'd like to get, you know, in contact with, you know, wouldn't it be great if we could talk to the big people, et cetera. But then I hear this. Yeah. And then it makes me say, you know, maybe, maybe I don't want to look a gift horse in the mouth at the yeah, same time. exactly. I mean, yeah, it'd be nice to talk
0: to, you know, the, the big stars. Oh God. You know, I, I dream but, of talking to Chris Evans, but yeah. you know, that like that'll ever happen. But it, some of these interviews and the people that we've gotten to know, through the interviews, Mm -hmm. and and people that, you know, they they come into our lives and do this uh, interview with us, and then become friends of ours.
1: Well, hey, you know, the one that really sticks out to me is Gareth David Lloyd. Yeah. Because this is a guy that we met through Patricia for I Am Alone, and uh, that first interview we had with him was all of like six to eight minutes. Yeah. And then he reaches out to us when he's got his new web series. Yeah. And wanted us to talk to him. And it's, that meant something to me. Yeah. That that really spoke to what we're doing. And then to hear Russ speak in this way... Um, and yeah, we we do support because we you know as that's, you've that's, talked about you know at towards the end of every single episode the importance of supporting independent creators absolutely and and, and we believe in that we yeah this is not just lip service we really do this I mean you know Patricia talked about us going to movie festivals and showing up at all the showings when um, when Maurice Himes was here at Phoenix Film Festival with Chimera we were at every screening possible absolutely. because we believed in it you know it, again not lip service not something we're just saying we firmly believe in and we believed it we believe in russ and what he's doing trying to reshape the local comic book uh, uh landscape yeah and so just, just the local you know his his efforts in... and uh, he's very
0: creative. Oh and, my gosh, and there's the, so many different things. And, and
1: I don't think any person should be stifled. I mean, I love the idea of a Renaissance man.
0: Yeah, he, he. If if something doesn't work, he moves on to the next thing, and
1: more creativeness just flows right out of him. It's yeah, really. Great. Yeah, I, and I love the fact that he's polycreative, and I want him to stay polycreative.
0: Yeah, and now our, our last testimonial, we have this uh, somebody that has become a a good friend of ours and you'll you'll understand oh, when you hear him when you hear <laughs> you'll it, get it, you'll get it, and then we'll talk some more.
4: Hello, Ben and Keith, the two gay geeks. This is Chuck Tomasi from Technorama Podcast. Congratulations on making it to two hundred episodes. It has been a real treat over the last feels like it only feels like two years, but in some ways it feels like about twenty years. Mm. <laughs>
5: <laughs> thank you for allowing
4: me to be on your show. It has been a treat for you to have been on our show numerous times. Always fun to see who can hijack what on each other's So absolutely. Thank you very much for playing the Technorama promo over all these years. It's, I, I can't tell you how much that means to Craig and me for, for your support. And it has just been a real a real treat to call you friends and to watch this this collaboration grow and to be part of that it's it's been a, a whole lot of fun and i look forward to another 200 so congratulations again and all the best in the future nice thank you chuck that was really great yeah we, we have uh
0: just a little short history for anybody that doesn't know Uh, Mike Menegay sold his house to Chuck, Mm -hmm. and the studio... And Chuck was living up... uh, He was
1: doing Technorama and living in uh, Wisconsin. Yeah.
0: And so he wanted to move down here where it was nicer. uh, Where they didn't have
1: ugly winters. (laughs) Yeah. And so he
0: bought uh, Mike's house, and the studio came with it, and that's And so did everybody else.
1: (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. everybody else. In fact, Chuck's got this cute little (laughs) skit about all the people who were part of Slice of Sci-Fi, who kept Keep coming out of closet doors and whatever, and, and we're in it.
0: <laughs> yeah. So we go up there every once in a while and uh, participate in Technorama podcast. And
1: Don't get to do it as much as I would I, like. But hijack but, it. Yeah, because I mean, we're just so show. busy. But <laughs> yeah. in, all lack, in, in all fairness, he we've, has had Chuck, his <laughs> we've had Chuck on our show when, when we've had our studio like at the at the Hilton or the, you know, Phoenix Hyatt, across from uh, Phoenix Comic Con, and he would come in and sit in and just hijack the snot out of our own show. So uh, and, and, hey, and, and we,
0: we deserved it. <laughs> hey, all's fair and love and podcasts. Absolutely, and that's all the testimonials that we
1: have. So we're, wow, like, met some, some Amazing. That really was. Uh, I, it was I am great. deeply, deeply touched by I all am of that. Too, I, I, I seriously am. am. You know, and I'm not just saying that. Thank you to everybody yeah.
0: that. Uh, Submitted uh, a testimonial and, and thank you to those that, that we reached out to that were just not able to. Yeah, because so many of people did so have so many time. commitments and time. We appreciate everything. So, and we appreciate everybody that we have ever talked to or mm-hmm. corresponded with. It means a lot to us. We, and, and I'm serious with that. Greetings, programs and applications. I'm Ben, and I am Keith, and we are the The Two Two Gay Gay Geeks. Geeks. We are the nerds behind TG Geeks webcast. Where we talk about sci-fi, comics, film, horror, genre. You name it, we talk about it. We release
1: an episode every Monday morning at 6 a.m. Eastern. You can find us on iTunes, Blueberry, Spreaker, Stitcher, and iHeartRadio. Also, look us up on YouTube. And, of course,
0: we can be found at TGGeeks.com, where you can find not only our webcast, but articles about
1: other geeky goodness. So come along for the wildest ride in the potosphere. Did you just say Potosphere? He did. Yes, I did. Hey, who are those two (laughs) hacks who stole our trademark? (laughs)
0: Yeah. How dare they? (laughs) (laughs) That that was a lot of fun to do that little pro. It was kind of fun. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, the geeky goodness. Yeah. (laughs) It, It was fun. And here's a few selected birthdays for December seventeenth through December twenty third, twenty three, two thousand eighteen. December seventeenth, Bill
1: Pullman, who left us just a little too soon. Did he? Did yes. Bill Pullman die? Yeah. Oh, we, I'm just... thinking of somebody else. My bad. <laughs> it's like. Uh, oh, he did. He did, I, I'm, I'm he think- did Yeah. Did he? I'm, yeah. Uh, I, he did. I'm thinking of, um, oh, I can't think of his name, but it's also Bill, and he was in, um, oh, shoot, now those movies are out of my head. Oh, well. Goofy, goofy actor. He was in Spaceballs. Oh. That guy. Anyway. Mm,
0: yeah. My bad. That's all right. Also on December 17th, Paracelsus, who makes an appearance in uh, the, uh, not. oh, shoot. Oh, not your 13. turn. <laughs> yes, he does, in fact. Yes. And Eugene Levy and Duff Goldman, the crazy cake guy. There was oh cake, yeah. What is it? Cake Wars or Cake. Something cake? like that. We saw yeah. that on a oh cooking my channel. God. Wow, those cakes that he made. They're Holy insane. Crap. I know. And probably just way expensive. Yeah. December eighteenth, Steven Spielberg. Charles Wesley, who was the brother of John Wesley, the founder of Methodism or the mm. Methodist, and and also uh, between that whole family was uh, Methodist and songwriters for lots oh, of yeah. hymns that yeah. people know exactly. So, just a, a, a talented family. Ozzie Davis, Leonard Maltin. Thank you, Leonard, for all of your work on uh, film and critique and And his passion for disney absolutely and happy birthday to kelly pitts my cousin december 19th edith piaf Alyssa milano who's uh makes her name makes an appearance in uh, guardians of the galaxy
1: oh yes it does the milano the ship (laughs) jake gyllenhaal chris angel
0: December twentieth, Uri Geller. Is he still around. I I think he is. Wow, my mind is bending with a spoon, or or I'm, what uh, uh I'm my, I'm bending my mind with a, I'm. There is no spoon. Oh, that's right. Alan Parsons, who we have seen in concert uh, several a time. few times, and to be honest, we wouldn't have Dark Side of the Moon in its form. That's true because he was the engineer for it and a couple of the Beatles albums as well. Did he?
1: Uh, well, so he was an associate engineer or something. He was associate engineer and if you ever see the rooftop concert that the Beatles did uh on top of the Apple building, he's actually doing some of the live mixing there. Yeah. Also on December 20th, Samuel Mudd. Hey, he's was, he's Harry Mudd's brother. You
0: just ruined it.
1: It's a fact. <laughs> <laughs> he was
0: actually a farmer and it, it Coincidentally named Mud. Oh you know, and but he was Harry Mud's great great grandfather. Okay. Great, 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 great grandfather. It, it's a fact. It's a fact. And and if anybody wonders what this it's a fact about, go to our review of the Mad About You Thanksgiving episode. Right. Go look it up. Go watch it. Oh my god. You need to see the episode. Oh, it's incredible. It's a fact. December twenty-first, Jane Fonda. Samuel L. Jackson. I'm and surprised you didn't put in parentheses. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I was going to say, I can't say what I want to say about no. Samuel L. Jackson. <laughs> but also, Frank Zappa and Mr. Eric Coleman, who we heard in last week's. Uh, He's one, episode. Episode. one half of Cheshire Moon. Half of Cheshire Moon, yes. Uh, December 22nd, Morris Gibbs. Giacomo Puccini. And how about this? How about Russ that? Russ Jack Happy birthday, Russ. Thank you for the, the wonderful show. That was out. fantastic. And Mary Bunch, David Bunch's mother. Yes. December 23rd, Finn Wolfhard, who is the uh, kid from uh, uh, Stranger Things. Ah. And uh, Corey Haim, Chet Baker, and Christopher Kano, who is the. Uh, Director of the Marion Ruse Pullen Studio Artists at Arizona Opera. A really nice guy. And and his
1: own wife is an opera singer. Absolutely.
0: Happy birthday, Christopher. And that's it for the birthdays this time.
4: Technorama, the podcast for geeks. Can we just hear because from Because geeks I, I think are so. better than cool. You don't hear someone say, Get, Get away, away from me, me, you cool person. person. Who's going to have their 65-inch home theater system installed by the cool squad? Not, Not me, that's for sure. How much cool cred do you have? Not, Not enough, enough to, to care, about. care about. Think you'll find any canned unicorn meat at thinkcool.com? Ew. It's just a part, part domain name. They don't even have roadkill in a paper cup. That's why you need to start listening to Technorama, because that's what geeks do. Go to ChuckChat.com and listen to Technorama before Before you you turn cool.
1: Cool. (laughs) Did we just hijack his bumper? Of
0: course. (laughs) <laughs> i will never forget when chuck said he was he, he was, was driving driving, driving, driving down to the, to the, the 51 or something yeah. <laughs> to the airport one day and listened to an episode where we hijacked the bumper and he almost wrecked the car <laughs> that was awesome <laughs> go give a listen to our friends chuck and craig over at technorama podcast and now oh my gosh we got some feedback <laughs> we have
1: a lot of feedback Interesting, how the sound got louder. I wonder how that happened. Yeah, I can't imagine. <laughs> okay, so starting off, uh, Jeannie Koch, who we heard a little bit earlier, from she has her old classics newly reviewed, and this one is for a movie from 1940 called His Girl yeah, Friday. And I have
0: to say, thank you, Jeannie, for for watching all those classic movies and and creating this new thing for us.
1: Oh, old it's been classics fantastic. Newly reviewed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's being pretty... really greatly embraced by. So many readers, a uh, classic example right here. We've got a comment from Meg Leader. She says, Jeannie, I'm pretty sure you're my clone, soul sister, something. I too had a very hard time even smiling at this particular effort. Had a hard time sitting through it. I'm pretty sure that at some point yawning overcame intelligibility <laughs> of the fast talking actors. I guess snappy dialogue equals dialogue spoken too loudly and too fast to understand. Well, there you go. There it is. And then, uh, oh, this was good. Genie had another old classic. Oh, we classified this one as mystery movie, but yeah. I'll just go ahead and say it. it was for the Disney film, The Black Hole. And it is a black hole. It is a black hole. And uh, we were doing first. There was some teasing going on and uh somebody named Gilead artist he wrote well either that's not an old film or i'm a very old man um it's an old film and and i am an old man uh, because yeah. i can't believe i mean that movie was I, well, I saw 1982 it I was in 82 79 oh jesus 79 1979 oh, i was a
0: senior in high school when it came out oh that's right because it was it was disney's attempt at disney's grabbing serious some of serious star shot. wars spotlight yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> and
1: interesting you should say that because there'll be a comment on that later anyway uh, then andrew McCullough, says, wow, so it is worse than Alice Through the Looking Glass. Financially, it was horrible, but I loved it. Oh, dear. And then oh, Edward <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, you're talking about Alice Through the Looking Glass, yeah. not <laughs> Black Hole. Oh, not Black Hole. Oh, God, no. Is there anybody that loves Black Hole? Nobody. Please comment if there are. If you, if you really like this movie, I want to know who you are. Because then I need to get you help. Uh, then the comment from Edward Pulley. This is really a stretch, to use the word classic on this one. Uh, well, it... Classic can mean a lot of things. It has a very broad definition yes. in this in particular our in this universe. Case. Yes. In the TG Geeks universe. Yes. Is, yes. Classic means a, a lot of things. <laughs> it means a lot of things from the really awesome to like the really, oh my God, why is it even there? And then I got a comment from Michael Fett. This one was really interesting. Wowzers. Jeannie Cotra's was hard on this film. It's one of the most historic Disney, uh, one of the most historic films Disney owns the first Disney produced film that got a PG rating and the move towards trying to break the mold. We're not just for kids. It would eventually lead to touchstone pictures. I think the issue is no one outside of Lucas had business in making this type of film. Star Trek, the motion picture is stolen from space. 1999 as an, and is an opera of cool long sequences that make you ask, are we there yet? Okay. I, little break Michael that is fighting words that <laughs> I Star Trek the motion picture I admit I'm in the minority but one of my favorite movies and then he goes on Eon Productions took that a step further by canceling For Your Eyes Only to make Moonraker an even worse film than motion picture and Black Hole I have to agree with that um, yeah For Your Eyes Only was supposed to be the direct sequel to um, The Spy Who Loved Me and yeah. instead because Star Wars came out they decided to jump out and do Moon Moonraker. Record. I don't think that's how the song goes. Oh, no, I don't think so. <laughs> so I guess the question is, what is the best science fiction film of of all of the worst of imitators? It did lead us to getting Tron, yay, and Flight of the Navigator. Not a bad movie. I don't like this film at all, but I have mad respect for what the film led to in Disney's development in moving forward i'll give you that i, I will certainly. give you that it was much but, but it is still a piece you know, of
0: garbage sometimes crap films have to be made for in order for the better to stuff to come on out. unfortunately when it's a big studio and it and they've laid the blame on the director some films that should have been made don't ever get made that's true uh, but you know this one was a It was certainly forward-thinking and forward-moving for uh,
1: Disney. It was, but backward production. And then got a comment, and this is on our website, from sincere 51 Tur 12 That's the name she used on our website. And she says, I loved your review and recap of this old and forgettable movie. I hated it when it was released. Worst ever for Disney. Thanks for reminding me. Laugh out loud. And then Meg Leder comes back and says, ooh, we're definitely Soul Sisters. I saw it uh, in its first run and hated it. I've deliberately ignored all of the TV showings of it since then, except just recently when TCM, Turner Classic Movies, ran it again. And I do think they were on drugs when they made it. (laughs) (laughs) And then lastly, Jeannie had to put in uh, her final dig. She says, like I said... I saw this first run, and somehow all I remembered of it was that Maximilian Schell was the bad guy, and one of the Bottoms brothers, Timothy Bottoms, I think, was in it. That's all. How neither the Hubs nor I could remember just how awful this movie is, for me, the real is the real mystery here. On Facebook, folks were suggesting other bad Disney movies, and for each of them, I could go, yes, but... Exactly. And come up with something positive to say. Not this abomination. The only good thing about it is that it ends. <laughs> Turner Classic Movies has lot of explaining to do. Yeah. I will say this. Some of the visuals in The Black Hole are gorgeous. That is it. The rest of this movie is just a pile of pudu. And then uh, we had a review for The Nutcracker and the Four Realms, an enchanting reinterpretation that came from Andrew Richoff. And your favorite sister, Lynn, had a comment. Yeah, my favorite sister. She says, we are excited. My only sister. Yeah, well, you're not supposed to say that part. We are excited to see it sometime soon. And then, I believe, to close this section out, uh, we did a review for the movie Suspiria, where art and horror meet in dance. And got a comment from Michael Fett again. He says, yeah, the original was done by master of horror and suspense, Dario Argento. It's going to be shown at the Marquee Theater November 6th with the band Goblin, who did the score for the film, performing the score live. Now, that, I wish we could have been to that. That would have been awesome. I highly suggest going. Argento, in my honest opinion, blows Bava away. And from what I can see from previews, Luca took Argento's basic presence, pre- premise bruh, basic premise." and made a film that is uniquely his own in spirit and look, so mad props for him for that. Argento's Suspiria is a very bright and colorful film with deep, rich colors and a psychedelic music score that is impressive by itself. I've got Suspiria, the original, on 4K UHD Blu-ray from Italy, and mouth is oh every time I watch it. Argento's, Argento's other must-see film is deep red, preferably the full Italian cut. Argento's films always sell out at the film bar when shown. Glad you love the art side of the film. If you have a 4K player and want to see the original, let me know. I got the 4K UHD from Italy. It's a psychedelic experience. Now, since then, Michael had a chance to see the new Suspiria, and this is what he says. <laughs> love this film. When I saw it in the theaters last night after seeing you pop a review, told myself not letting anyone spoil this film for me. Outside of characters, places, setting, and time, the film is indeed its own film. Story-wise, new concept and ideas. At two and a half hours long, that was a little much considering the original was 90 minutes. I could have cut 30 minutes out probably and still had the same effect. So that is my biggest beef with the film. And the music score, while it has a handful of moments, is nothing like Goblin. So somewhat let down there. I'd give the film a solid 7.5, but I love Eurofilms, And this is right up my alley. I will say this you will either love this film or hate it. I didn't hate it. I was just kind of bleh about it. Well, I, I liked it for. I mean, you know, I, visually, yeah. it was stunning. The story was just kind of what? <laughs> yeah, it was definitely what? Uh, did I just watch? Yeah, it was very. It was a very, very weird story, but visually it was stunning. Yeah. So I didn't. I I didn't love it. I didn't hate it. I'm right in the middle on that one. Yeah, and that's our comments. And
0: we want to hear from you, our listeners. Please leave us comments at the end of each episode. We at the article that you can see on tggeeks.com. We, we've got a place for comments at the end of every article. We have a place for comments. You can comment on Facebook, on Twitter, on Instagram. Or anywhere your podcasts are can be found. For finer podcasts can be found. What yeah. was, what's that tagline that they use? I said? don't even remember anymore. <laughs> but I think where finer podcasts can be found. I think yeah. that's pretty much right. Anyway, so uh, do uh, take the time. We want to hear from you. Whether you like something or you don't like it, you know, just please play nice. You can even leave us a voicemail. You can call TG Geeks or. Uh, 469-TG-Geeks. That is 469-844-3357 and as I said, please, please play, nice. play nice.
9: Yeah, baby! They're like two
1: gay geeks. They're together, you know. They're two gay guys and they're geeks. Is that okay?
0: Got a little uh, early on, wow, the, on the button a, there. That was an <laughs> itchy button finger. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're, we're coming in at 57 minutes here at the moment. So.
7: Yeah. We got we're
1: we're going to be running a little we long. we got another 10 episode, minutes or so, yeah. so we're okay. Anyway, uh, wow. The, since this is episode 200, I think it might be a good time to kind of take a look back. I mean, yeah. How this whole thing began, et cetera, oh et cetera. I mean, why, why we started it.
0: Yeah. I, obviously, um, one of the big reasons is that we were on Slice of Sci-Fi, and Mike decided to shut that down in its in, in that form. And because he was getting ready to sell the house and this and
1: that and the other. And he had been doing so, podcasts yeah, for only. a very long time. And he he was just kind of, I'm, I'm done. He, he wanted to retire from it. Yeah. So as that came to an end, uh, we were out of a job. Basically. <laughs> so, I mean, I've told people I've got this other podcast that I work on uh, weekly, but I don't pick the content. Yep. Uh, so I if, if there's something that I really want to talk about that's not exactly the perfect avenue unless for whatever reason it just happens to coincidentally fit in with what the programming is. But I really don't have any say on that. And uh, you kind of felt that maybe I needed an outlet. Yeah. And then, so one Saturday morning
0: I was in a a little bit of a manic mode and searching around and thinking of this and that and the other. And I came up and uh, while the the domain two gay geeks was already ta- taken, and it was a parked domain name. How dare they? Uh, you know, and, and so I, I kept watching that, but uh, there were other th- opportunities. So I came up with TG Geeks. It's a two gay geeks, mm-hmm. and uh, the, the rest is history on the the domain and the the website. But uh, that's how we kind of started, and and then one of the, the things that we've done that first episode was 6 minutes 6 Oh, minutes do you 12, actually
1: look? 6 minutes and 12 seconds. I can't even listen to it yep. anymore. Yeah. I, I can't because I'm too embarrassed. And well, I, it, it was pretty rough, but uh, well, I was dreadful. The
0: the first oh, 20 episodes or so were we were kind of finding our footing. You know, yeah, people were listening. Uh, Claire was listening. Obviously and, Claire was and, listening uh, Brian was listening and you know as as we morphed into something, and (laughs) here we have this form today. Well, and and I remember the first time we
1: actually started to approach 30 minutes, we're going, wow, Wow. we had a Uh, lot to talk about. We have things to talk about. And and, and And I remember also, well, I I sounded terrible behind the mic uh, for some really god-awful reason. I remember even the first few interviews we did were just dreadful. And it wasn't until, well, well, gee, I'm trying to remember now which episode it was that we spoke to Rob Palmer and and, yeah. and, and Mike that that really was uh, that's when
0: it all changed where it all changed for and, both of us was a, because it was a face to face
1: thing and we learned so much in well, the face to well we had done face to face before and that was when we were in San Diego yeah but that was that was very different that, that was but that was bizarre cuz there were like people yeah it was so many people behind the mic and it was sheer chaos and we just didn't quite know how to conduct ourselves and i would never do that kind of thing again but at Phoenix Fan Fest, having a chance to talk to Rob and Mike for "I'm Alone," I mean, it's just the four of us, and it really allowed for conversation. And I remember thinking, "This is what I've been trying to aim for." Yep. And uh, we, I think we've been pretty successful in that. And respect then after that, then. it it just
0: things the snowballed and it began to to be this
1: thing. And before you know it, here we are with 200 episodes. Well, and and you know, one of the things that we've learned is well, having spent a lot of time. Not just you're know, looking back at what we did with Slice of Sci-Fi, but also starting to go back to Technorama, visiting in on that show yeah. a lot. I mean, there was a lot of things that we learned about structure, yeah, which we weren't really quite strong on. Yeah, and, and it was it wasn't a strength.
0: Of, kind of morphed into to what we do today, right? And, and helped to um, influence what we do and the way we kind of break it up now. Mm-hmm. So that that's a some, a lot of things that we learned. Uh, there's a lot of talented people out there that's one big thing that we've learned there there are way too many talented people and i don't say too many in a in a negative way it's it's way too many that we can't talk to we all of we can't talk them. to everybody you know as and it, it makes me as sad we want to talk to yeah. we we just can't i i had to turn out uh, you know we're recording this episode early uh, because we're on vacation right now but i've had to turn down a couple of interview opportunities because we we don't we just we didn't can't have fit time them in. I mean and they came in because we're this whole weekend that we're recording this we're recording you know seven episodes we're programming 47 days worth of content and, and this is for anybody
1: you know, who wants a time uh timestamp we're doing this the weekend before Thanksgiving yeah so uh it it's just been crazy and
0: it it is we do it because we enjoy it. We really do and enjoy this. We want you to find some enjoyment in what we do as well. Mm-hmm. And a couple of other things that we've learned is we have to be a little more tempered in our approach to things and to people's. Yeah. And uh how we we talk to people and how we uh,
1: review things yeah we're, we're you, not so niche anymore I mean no. at, at least especially in terms of our audience there's a lot more there are a lot more people listening to us than we ever possibly realized so yeah we have to think more carefully about how we approach sub you know different subjects how we respond yeah. to them and and if it's
0: something that we're not familiar with, hey you know we're we we are open we're not. We're not kind of stuck in that box anymore, but there's uh, a couple of things that we've had to, to kind of do. If somebody we've had a lot of people approach us and say, Hey, would you review my film? Would you look at my film, etc." And I've, I've had to start replying with uh, a notation. It says, and, and this is exactly what it says. It says we get a numerous requests for reviews and sometimes a film may fall within an area of, which we are have little experience or understanding. If we feel we cannot do justice to a film with a review, we will be upfront with that, and we will at the very least run a press release to give your film some exposure. We are supporters of independent creators and feel that a poorly written review is not fair to you. Mm-hmm. But we also want to be supportive, thank you for your understanding.
1: yeah, because so, I, I refuse to write a bad review just because I don't get it. yeah, you know, and I will admit with a lot of independent films there there's there's a few that I just don't get because as you said they're they're outside of my experience, so it's i I can't really put myself into the head of the filmmaker and fully appreciate. The vision that he or she had in the making of that, so it's it it's completely irresponsible for me well, to and, then start critiquing on that, yeah, and then just downright mean too. Well, I refuse <laughs> to be that. <laughs> that I mean, uh, well, if it's that, a big studio film, yeah, then all bets
0: are off. It's uh, it's it's interesting because uh, Hamish talked about that in a uh, a new sushi. I, I can't remember which one now, uh, but he said the worst kind of interview or review that you can give to a film is a mediocre one. It's yeah. either, you know, it, it's not a bad review that's disastrous for a film, but a mediocre review. Oh, and that's, and yeah, we, that's, we just won't do that. We no. won't be mean to somebody because people put in, in any kind of independent creation, whether it's film or authors or whatever, we're not going to stomp on those because they put their heart and soul into mm-hmm. that creation.
1: Yeah, and there, there's, so, there's even a couple of movies that yeah. I've had to... Give not so great reviews, and it's broken my heart to do that because I, I, I kept walking away thinking there is so much promise and potential here. Hmm. Yeah, so it,
0: we've become more gregarious, I think. And uh, oh, that's true. <laughs> Be, being around people and more confident and talking to
1: people and, you know, meeting new yeah, people. Yeah, and, and I'm sure that, you know, and, like, when they walk away from us, they think, oh, my God, what a couple of dorks. Yeah. well, These cares? guys are goofballs. Yeah. But, you know, we've
0: got a lot of stuff, too. Mm-hmm. And that's not because we feel obligated. It's because we really want to support independent creators, and we like the stuff that they do. Yeah. So, you know. We wouldn't buy it if we didn't like it. Exactly. And, and last, the thing that we've learned is this has added a new depth to our relationship. Oh, yeah. After 22
1: years, you know, it, it just, it it's fresh. It's, it's, just, it's just all a, new again. Yeah, it's, it's just <laughs> a new layer, you know, because now the way we get to actually look at a lot of these properties now, you know, and, and the, the interesting thing is much of what we've do is something we we'd already been doing but now it sort of has a fresh paint on it a fresh coat of paint and that is how many times we would be watching something on television and then one of us would like say you know pause you know and then then we chat about it for five five or so minutes about what it is that we've just watched and i and i started thinking why the heck aren't we doing that on the show
0: yeah well but also just our relationship period the the two of us Mm -hmm. and the way we we interact and uh with each other and the way you know it's just it's just been a positive influence on our personal relationship oh i believe that relationship on the show and so then where are we going to hell if we don't change our ways? oh oh, please
1: (laughs) so says
0: those uh
1: those people those people
0: yes well the sky's the limit you know and that's that is a perfect segue into saying that there are, we're looking at some little things that we can uh, tweak inc- here and there, tweak here and there on the, the uh, podcast itself, the website, we're looking at a new theme to make it pop, to increase our, uh, our visibility. And visibility and help people find things a little easier on the website. And it just, it's all about marketing and branding, and who we are, and who we have become, and you know, ever e- evolving and reinventing ourselves, mm-hmm. and that's what's important. Is is if we can continue to reinvent ourselves into something that is good and positive. I, hey, I'm all for it. Absolutely.
6: I'm Daniel Radcliffe, and I believe that reaching out for help is the bravest thing a person can do. If you are struggling and need support, call The Trevor Lifeline at 1-866-488-7386. It's free and confidential and trained counsellors are there to listen 24-7 without judgement. To learn more about The Trevor Project's life-saving work for lesbian, gay, bisexual, transgender or questioning young people, go to TrevorProject.org
0: we do play that every episode because and especially now during the holidays if you or someone you know is in crisis please 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 reach out mm-hmm. help them help yourself it does get better it's it really isn't and doesn't have to be the end of the world for you reach out there's people to listen take care of yourself I let it play the whole time this time. Instead of instead of playing the... Ah. Scratch, uh we, we really don't know what we're recapping for uh, last week other than the fact that we had a Dr. Zombie and yeah. an episode and a new sushi. Yeah.
1: And obviously some movies that we've reviewed. We just don't know what the, when they're going to be publishing. Yeah. So if you want to know what we've been doing,
0: check out TGGeeks.com and our Facebook page. We've got lots of stuff. We are publishing every day during Mm -hmm. this vacation that we're taking, so we don't want to leave you out there. And as always, we got our follow up items. And we know we're running long, so we're going to probably breeze through some of this real quick. We got widgets on the page on the right hand side and at the bottom. Check them out. Lots of people we support. We're supporters of Arizona Opera. The season season picks back up in January with La Traviata, azopera.org. Check out our restaurant reviews. And as we've talked through this entire episodes, we are huge supporters of independent creators, whether it's filmmakers, comic book artists, writers, or creators of any kind. We are supportive. We want to be supportive. We want to hear about what you're doing. Support them by buying their stuff, talking to other people about independent creators, buying their stuff, and please have cash for them if you see them at a con or a festival or something like that.
1: Please support independent creators. Special shout out to Doctor Who, Talking Who on Twitter, Michael C. Burgess on Twitter, the Human Arcle on Twitter. They all publish paper.lease that will publish our content. You can find the Doctor Who Fancast guide by searching at talking who. Byronik's Semi-Diurnal Aggregator that is, and he is at Byronik B-Y-R-O-N-I-K, and the Human Arkles is the Arkle Times Post-Dispatch News at Arkle A-R-K-L-E and he's on YouTube with his shameless cash grab, go there and search Arkel Studios, all one word. Also, a special shout out to the Facebook group, The Gay Geek, for allowing us to post our episodes and relevant content there. The URL is facebook.com slash group slash The Gay Geek and as always, our most heartfelt gratitude to moderator, Jeremiah for allowing us to share all of that content there. Thank you, Jeremiah.
0: And thank you to everybody that's clicked on those Amazon ads uh, at the bottom of the page on the right-hand side. We really appreciate it. It means a lot. And lastly, as we always say, we're found on Spotify, and you can check us out on Krypton Radio at 3 a.m. and 3 p.m. Pacific on Tuesdays. Please rate us and review us on iTunes, and don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Up next time, let's see who do we have. Oh, good grief! Oh gosh, I can't remember. Let's. I'm trying to. If the stupid file will ever open up. There we go. Well, let's see. Uh, So this was. the... Oh, oh, we've got uh, Jeannie Koch. Jeannie Koch again. All of her other projects. Yes, the other stuff she's working on. Other stuff besides the Catherine Kitty Cat Alien series. That's who we have next. So uh, stay tuned for that. That's going to be a great one. Okay, that should do it for this episode of TG Geeks Webcast. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our article for this webcast episode. We're going to have links on the page of things we've talked about. And remember, you can comment on our Facebook page or our website, tggeeks.com, or you can leave us a voicemail at 469 TG Geeks. That is 469 844 3357. From TG Squared Studios, I'm Keith Lane. Thanks for listening. Please be kind to yourself and those around you. Peace.
1: Cheers.